Turn up the heat this summer. Get propane delivery straight to your door with Cinch. C-Y-N-C-H. It's easy and convenient to order, and Cinch brings the tanks to your home on your schedule. Just go to Cinch.com. That's C-Y-N-C-H.com. Select your delivery date and drop-off location, and Cinch handles the rest. Now, new customers can get their first propane tank exchange for just $10 when they use promo code TANK10 at checkout. Cinch. Propane Grill Tank Home Delivery. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. Visit C-Y-N-C-H.com offer for details. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we did Slumber Party Massacre, directed by Amy Holden Jones. What have you been up to this week? Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. It's never a lot. Well, no, yeah, not a lot. What yeah. have I done? What have you done? What have I done? You go first, whilst I think about what I've done. I've not really done it much either. I was meant to be on my cruise this week. Oh. Uh, but I'm on uh, holiday, which yeah. is nice. I'm on holiday. Came out quickly, didn't it? Yeah, so a bit of time off, which is nice. Oh. Yeah. It's good to have a break. It's mm-hmm. just it would have been good to cruise that break. Yeah. Thing is, I'd rather everything go back to normal and it be enjoyable. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There's no so... point forcing a holiday when exactly. it's against the greater good of... Yeah. Getting rid of the virus, isn't it? So, exactly. yeah, it makes sense to delay yeah. the holiday, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, what else have we done? Hmm. We've finished decorating the bedroom, so we've moved back in there. Ooh. So that's excellent. nice. Yeah. Does it feel like you're in a travel lodge? Like, it's, like, all new. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because, like, we've got a new bed and yeah. stuff as well, so it's, like, it's really strange. But Not that you decorate it nice. like a travel lodge room. It, but that's just, what we've gone for. That's what we've gone for. Travel lodge. Yeah. Chic. Travel lodge. Yeah. Generic. <laughs> One of those big, big bathrooms where the shower's like sealed. Yep. To the like this part of the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Nice cut. That, exactly like that. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm considering uh, considering planting my cactus seeds. Oh yeah. Because it's getting. To that time. Just planting. Yeah, so we, we need yeah. to do that, don't we? Get them planted. We certainly do. Mm. We need to find, figure out a day when we can both do it. Yeah. I made, a, I made like a plan of the garden as well this week. So I knew oh, what I wanted nice. to plant. That's it, make a plan. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it, like, I've got 50 onions that I was supposed to plant in October. I haven't even made the planter. Yeah. And it's now February. Mm. That's it. So, because like, because we've sort of, because we've been doing it for a couple of years now. We've kind of got, we can grow stuff, so we know we can grow stuff, and we know how yeah. to grow stuff. So now it's like the sort of growing it in stages, so you can get a better crop. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. So that that so, I'm trying to figure that what, out. What's it called? Uh, um, there's a word for it. That they used to do in like the 17th century. It was like a style of farming where they did one crop after another, and each one. Mm. I don't followed. know. Followed what? I don't know. We did it in history. Mm. I forget. It doesn't matter anyway. I don't know. It's just it's just I sort of know. staggering it out. So like do like planting yeah. two, then maybe planting another two, further down or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's we're getting there. So that'll be nice. It'll be nice to uh, get out in the garden again. Actually, when it starts getting nice. Yeah. Do you know what I did this week? Do you know what I did do? What have you done? I watched... Uh, well, it's not really that dramatic. I watched Our Man in Havana. Oh, yeah. With Alec Guinness. It was really good. Yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah, I got a bit confused, but mm. it was good. I've never seen it. It's good. 
it's I think it's from 1958. Yeah. I want mm. to say. Didn't know nice. like that. I've just started watching Parks and Recreation on Netflix. It's oh. really good. They're good. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's good. So that's what I've been doing with my uh, my lockdown holiday. <laughs> what else? Do you know, now is the time to catch up on your TV. That's it, isn't it? I feel like everyone's like, I'm going to watch everything that I've, I've wanted to watch, but I haven't had time. We've started uh, We've started Vikings as well. On That's on Amazon. Oh. That's really good. The guy yeah. looks like, uh, the, the main guy in it looks like Charlie Hunnam, but it's not Charlie Hunnam. It's oh, weird. Man. Yeah, but he looks what just like the, him. Um, the guys from Neighbours is on that. Andrew Robinson from Neighbours is in Vikings, I believe. Andrew Robinson. He might be the guy. He was... So he looks I like Charlie I, I don't know what his name is in um in Vikings, but he's... Yeah. In it. Yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying it so far. We're only, like, three episodes in, I think. But it's good. Definitely worth good. a watch, yeah. Yeah. We're a bit late to the party because there's, like, six seasons out already, but... Well, but yeah, he's it's good. got plenty of time to catch up. Uh, yeah, so we we have officially moved from Patreon now. We are on Buy Me A Coffee. Yeah. So as we drink a lot of coffee on this podcast, well, whilst pudding... We, do, well, we, we used to, when we watched films in the same house... Mm. We certainly used to. Yeah, because it was normally like after work, wasn't it? So yeah, it was like coffee Soon to be again. Yeah, yeah. well, hopefully, we yeah. Coffee every so often. Yeah, love a little coffee. Uh, so yeah, so we're on that. You can either do a monthly subscription or just chuck a couple of quid our way if you like what you hear, just to aid with the running of the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, so yeah, that's it. A pretty uneventful week. We've all been quite boring, but you know, lockdown life, innit? Well, you can not do a lot, but you can think a lot in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> You're not distracted by all the activities. Mm-hmm. You've got time to plan your novel, do your, your garden plan. Yep, do all that do, stuff you that just you. Use your brain. Mm-hmm. For your creativity. I feel like I've been a lot more creative, like in uh, in in lockdown, because like because obviously now I've got no work to do with uni and stuff. I've actually had time, so yeah. I've, I've done. I did a couple of like fan art drawings for. It's the AEW wrestlers playing D and D. It's hilarious. The old Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it's oh, it's so funny. Um, so I did, I did some uh, fan art for them and they showed it the other day so I was like so that was nice yeah oh excellent yeah so that was cool yeah wow yeah my terrible art my terrible art is out there on the internet now that's where it needs oh, to be it does don't don't or in the loft. share it my loft, loft. Pa- my loft painting we is still in the loft we need to get your painting out of the loft soon. do yeah do yeah so I feel like the first time I saw that painting was also the last time I saw it. And that's not often enough. You need to gaze upon it <laughs> as much as you can. <laughs> I feel like I need to like I need to take a photo of it and put it on socials because yeah. it's yeah. It's so it's like it's just it's like if, if Bob Ross was a pterodactyl, mm. that's what he would have done like yeah. the primordial yep. the primordial world yep absolutely yeah. <laughs> it's great it was my first attempt you know I might improve it, it's fine my first attempt just putting stuff on canvas mm-hmm. is is great that's it it's, just, it's just, a that's step that's just starting point yep exactly can yeah. only go upwards from here that's it. Mm. It can only evolve. It can only evolve to modern yeah. day picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So yeah, so this week we covered nineteen eighty two's Slumber Party Massacre, which was directed by Amy Holden Jones. It scored a five point seven out of ten on IMDB and the synopsis is 
A high school student hosts a slumber party at her house, only to fall prey to a drill-wielding maniac. He was a maniac. What a guy. What a guy. That drill, that was oversized drill, wasn't it? It was the most ridiculous drill I've ever seen. Like... Does Diamonds anyone have a... Diamond and I was like, drills. where do you get a drill like that? Yeah. That's insanity. Shop. It was huge. But it had to be huge for the metaphor. The metaphor oh, of his penis. That's what that was. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I apparently... What I was thinking. Apparently he... Uh, to get into the role, this guy read... Yeah. He read uh, the Helter Skelter book about Charles Manson to get into like the mindset of a killer. He's a really nice guy. I watched like um, it's like a documentary about it, and he was quite a pleasant man. And he was like, okay. "Yeah," and everyone and everyone was like, "We had a load of fun. It was really good." And I was I was like, I always appreciate that that they've had fun on set. I love it. So people who have enjoyed their time working on a film set. Uh, it's a sign that the director is like a decent director. Yeah, even that's if it. it's perhaps not, even if they haven't won any Ox- Oscars. And he mm-hmm. said Oxters then. Oxters. On Oxtons. Ooh. Even if they haven't won any Oscars, if the people had a good time on that's set, it. then I think that is a good endorsement of the director. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so we start with the title card The Slumber Party Massacre. And we fade in to some trees and a nice house, but there's this like really ominous music playing in the background. There's a paper boy delivering papers. That poor little boy had to cycle up that massive hill and I felt really sorry for him. Didn't you just love the retroness of his mm. little bike? It was oh you can't be throwing his papers into the American garden. Town, can you? Yeah. A little kind of I don't know if it was a chopper or a BMX, but it was retro. It was, yeah. So he's delivering his papers and we see one of these papers that says that there's an escaped murderer on the loose. Which no one seems to be bothered about. Like, legitimately no one ever questions this. They don't care. And then there's like, it cuts to a scream, but it's on the radio. And then she's like, oh my God, oh my God, I've won, I've won this money or something. And then he's like... The person on the radio is like, you've won a T-shirt. And then she's like, oh. Uh, Which made me laugh. That's why it's good. Well, that T-shirt will be incredibly valuable to um, someone nowadays who finds it in a... A collectible uh, item. vintage store, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it was so funny. So excited, you've won a T-shirt. And then she's like, You've won a T-shirt. Then we have Trish, I think it is. Is it Trish? I'm not sure. I get the. I've got the names really confused. I like couldn't. I couldn't fathom who was who somehow. I don't know why. It, it, sometimes it is a bit. But tricky I just to couldn't. Track I just couldn't. Too. I do find that films. Yeah. Whoever, whoever the mystery woman is, who may or may not be Trish, we don't know. She starts getting ready for school, and then she gets this like brown bag. I think it is Trish, and then she starts putting like stuffed toys in it and stuff like that in this brown bag and you're like oh, that's a bit weird what's she doing and then you find out that her her parents are outside and they're going away for a bit and the dad's like i want to get out of here i really want to leave come on now hurry up isn't that just a dad on a on a on a holiday it, yeah he's like come um, on right i've, I've got the car the let's leave go like the biggest event of the holiday and the, the mum's kind of yeah, the mum's kind of trying to, like, organise everything and sort of saying, you know, if you need us, we'll be at this number, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then he's like, come on, let's go. So she's like, don't forget to lock up, lock all the doors and windows. And she's like, I'm 18, I can stay by myself, we'll be fine. If she's 18, she'll be fine, as long as there isn't a But she did the not heed the advice. Fine. As soon as anyone left, that. I'd have been, like, locking up, lock, lock. up everything. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so she puts this brown bag in the bin because I feel like it's kind of a symbol of her growing up a bit. Like, yeah, she doesn't want all this kind of kid stuff around her and stuff. And she's got these people coming as well. And then it cuts to school and there's these two guys chatting 
about this uh, handy woman and saying like, oh, she's good looking. And then she comes down yeah. and they start trying to chat her up. And uh, she's a bit like, no, you silly little no. boys, I don't have time for you. No. Uh, she's a phone engineer, isn't she? Yeah, she's a phone engineer. Yeah, a woman yeah. phone engineer. I liked it. It was like I liked all the, like the yeah. roles were women, apart from yeah. the pizza man. The pizza well, man the pizza was a man. man didn't yeah, enjoy his delivery. Did he, he did not. He did not. He did not have a good <laughs> night, very least. So, um, she's yeah. yeah. So she's walking towards her van, but the boys are in front of her at this point, so they can't see her anymore. Yeah. And then she gets grabbed into this van. Mm. Oh, it was horrible. They and started out very... It, it's really, like, really soon into the film as well. Like, they don't yeah. mess about. And he... No, he just, uh, she threw her toys away and then... And the then next, the next scene, she's getting murdered. murdered. Yeah. Yeah. So she she gets a drill to the head by this guy. Oh. And I feel like it's quite interesting because all the way through, you just see him. Like, he's not covered. He's not hiding. He's not... He's just there, and you're like, yeah, "Oh, there's this guy. Is. He's clearly yeah. doing it." You know, there's no, there's no sort of mystery. Space would have been live streamed all over the place, wouldn't it? Yeah, there's no like, there's no mystery about it. He's just there. Just there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So she gets got, and it cuts to basketball practice, and I think the there's the boy the boys are there so they were heading over there so they're there now watching the girls play basketball because they just like to perv on ladies really that's that's all yeah. they do and then they say I think the coach is like next week it's going to be baseball that's what do what, what what we're doing after this and and that's that and then they they go to the showers so then you get the this ridiculous shower scene of all these women just nude. Do girls or boys as well, I suppose, in secondary high school, whether in the United States, actually shower together like this? I remember having, like, communal sort of changing rooms when I was younger, but, like, not in... Our PE department did have a shower area, but no one ever used it. But it was in private. No one ever used it because we're all so frightened of our own bodies and we're all like, no, I don't want to be nude in front of anyone. It's true. But apparently it Americans don't care. But the, but they always make wonder, is it actually do they actually make I don't know. I'd like to know. Happen. If uh, if anyone is listening from America, please let us know if uh, this is actually a thing. So it <laughs> cuts to the shower scene with the line, Your tits are getting bigger and she's like, Mine? Really? And I was like, It's a bit of a weird thing but you know, whatever. They're all like they're all like chatting with each other and handing each other soap and whatever. But I feel like I'm sure I I'm sure I read it or heard it somewhere. She was sort of saying this uh, this Amy Holden Jones because it was the first film that she did, and uh, she basically got to do it through Roger Corman, who was like really well known of doing like exploitation films and like really low budget grimy things that had a lot of boobs in and death and stuff so it was kind of a right i'm gonna put this in there it is you've had your tits we're not having any more now that's it you wanted it you've got it we're moving on we're gonna move on with the story kind of thing so yeah it's kind of yeah it's very it's very sort of yeah, it's very of of the time, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. And well, like the thing that you get with like all films or TV shows, whenever they're made, mm-hmm. they all have to fulfil what the studio or the producer. Thinks yeah, because they're putting up the money, money, so they so have they a have say. To figure out their audience. Mm-hmm. That's and it. Aim it at the audience, and if you're you go to make a film and your proposed audience is a certain group. You've Which got to, like, teenage boxes, boys, yeah. Providing the money, I like. Well, we're not going to get money back. Yeah, it, it was changing. The, the time, um, what those boxes are that they got to tick. Yeah, the uh, the first girl that dies in in this, she her name is Brink Brink Stevens, and it was her first film where she had a speaking part. Ah. But she's like, she's like really 
well known in like the horror community. She's been in like 224 films, mostly wow. horror. Yeah, they're all quite low budget horror, but she's been in a lot of them, and she's she is quite well known. And um, she was sort of saying that in in that kind of time, it was kind of expected that you would be nude. If you were in a low-budget horror film, that was kind of it. That's what you did. You just kind of went in and got on with it kind of thing. So it's really, I suppose it's kind of a a very sort of of off-the-time thing. It's not, because it's not really, it's not really used as much now. Because people... Well, I suppose people people in real life are nude at times. That's it. if it happens in a film, this is the thing. Really I think. Expected. I think it's except in a school. I don't. I just find it. Weird sometimes, sometimes you think, well, you're in that situation. You would be nude. That's kind of that makes sense. Yeah. But you then take sometimes a in your clothes. Yeah. So but then sometimes a character. It's put in. Too. Yeah. Sometimes you feel like it's just shoved in there for the sake of having a pair yeah. of boobs on screen, kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, they're all kind of having having a chat. And then they're saying, oh, you, you played nice basketball today. That was very good. And then uh, they were sort of saying, should we invite Valerie to this party? And someone said, I'm sure I've written this down. Someone says, someone says, no, she drinks too much milk. I don't know why that's a reason not to invite someone to a party. Is it a metaphor? I don't know. If anything, she's the ideal guest because she'll be sober. She could drive you home, possibly. Yeah. You know, she's not going to get drunk and trash your house. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, no, she drinks too much milk. We don't like Valerie. Valerie, unfortunately, is on the other side of these lockers and she hears everything and and storms out. Poor Valerie. Yeah, and, and she's, yeah, she's quite sad. And then you cut to outside and that guy is still in the van where he killed this phone woman. She's in a bin or a skip or something, like just dead, with a drill hole in her head. Not nice. It's Linda who's Brink Stevens. So she's coming out because it's the end of the day. And then she's like, ah, I forgot a book, I need it because I've got a test or something. So she goes back in. And then uh, I think... Didn't this happen in Halloween where someone went to get a book or something? Was there another Halloween? No, she says, she says that she forgets a book and then uh, PJ Souls is like, oh, I forgot all my books, who cares? It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that so, was it. Yeah, but she did, yeah. Only more people didn't care about the books. They wouldn't get caught in mm. the school gym. If it was a time a of internet, it wouldn't have mattered. But yeah, so she goes back to get this book, and I think somebody says to her like, "If uh, if you can't get out, just like call the janitor because he might lock up, and just let him know that you're in, so they don't lock you in." She tries to leave, but she can't get out. But there's like chains on the doors, so they're not just yeah. locked. There's chains on the doors, which you're like, mm, "That's a bit dodgy." That. Um, but nowadays, there'd be those locks that you can break from the inside. Yeah. What are they? They're like fire door locks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But obviously that doesn't help her because um, that's, it's a film. So she, she's trying to get out and she can't she can't get out and then she sees this guy with this bloody great drill. Really? Starts running around the, the school, obviously. And he, he manages to get her in the arm, I think. I think he like drills her yeah. in the arm. I was like, oh, Ooh. that's horrible. So she's, How do you defend yourself against a drill? I know, with a machete. Way faster than him, I with a machete at the end. Machete. Machete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you had like a an opposing drill or something. I was expecting some kind of like drill fight to happen. Like yeah, like a a, a opposing drill in reverse, and you have like a face off. Yeah. Where they, like the track. It'd be fights. like the chainsaw fight in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's what I was expecting, but um, yeah. So she she's like running around, and then she sort of hides in the shower room, but realizes that she's bleeding all over the place, and then she she manages to get a towel to stop the bleeding, but the blood's like running under the door, which she thinks she's mopped up, but she actually hasn't. So he he drills open the door 
to her and then all you see is her scream and then it cuts to him just running out of the building because i was thinking like she couldn't get out but he got in so where did he get in because he must have got in somewhere but i I feel like when you're being chased by a murderer you don't have time to think about these things do you so film murderers in the first hour of the film always seem like they have superhuman powers to get people and escape Mm -hmm. and then in the last very bit of the film they're suddenly really really weak yeah 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 that's it yeah so uh, a little bit about amy holden jones as well she started as an editor for films she was a film editor and then she obviously got in touch with roger carman who financed and helped this get made she didn't do a lot of directing afterwards she's she's done a bit but she did a lot of writing so she wrote Mm. some of the things that she wrote indecent proposal yeah she wrote beethoven what the dog one the dog one in fact all the dog ones she did the sequels as well and My favourite is the second one. I think I've seen the first one, but I don't yeah. remember seeing it. I, and I've Mystic seen Pizza. The one like three times. Yeah, it was the slobbering that got me. I couldn't. I can't cope with it. It makes me feel really like. Ugh. You know who like, we haven't seen on our screens? That woman from Beethoven Two. What was her name? The the villain. I don't know. I've. It's been that long since and I've watched Floyd. it. Floyd. Her husband was called Floyd, wasn't Floyd. it? Floyd. God. And Rice. <laughs> What happened to Vice? Oh my god. So yeah, so she yeah, she she's sort of made a name in films like since this mm. basically. This was like a directorial oh, yeah. debut. The uh, I suppose the, so, if you started as an editor, you would have a lot you've of got the knowledge of Yeah, that's required. it. It would just be the additional kind of management skills yeah. to direct a team. Of yeah. People. Yeah, that's it. The screenplay was called Don't Open the Door. And that was written by Rita Mae Brown. And it, um, yeah, and she she, say, she says as well that she, because she was an editor, she got offered a job to do the editing for E.T., but she passed it up to direct this film. Okay. Mm. Well, that's quite, because Steven Spielberg, mm. to yeah. be Spielberg, I mean, quite a to be honest, I think I'd have gone with E.T., but that's just me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I suppose. But then you never have, know what is the the, the best thing for you at the time. Yeah, the time, that's it. That's it. It so. might have been she perhaps didn't need the money. Yeah, maybe. Or. But I feel like you work with or Spielberg. It was like a one chance only to direct. You work with Spielberg. You probably get jobs. Do you know what I mean? Like. Mm. But you know, yeah. whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's. It's worked out. It's worked. It's all worked out. She's done all right. It's so worked out, isn't it? Yeah. So I, say that, I don't really know. Don't know the situation, but I'm sure it's worked out. So, yeah. So the girls are going home after school, and one of them you see is getting followed by somebody who you think is the killer, mm. and she. Uh, they go to grab a shoulder, but she grabs them and then, like, jujitsu flips them onto the floor, which was amazing. Excellent. I was like, that is excellent. Turns out that it's a boyfriend. Ugh. And he's like, ow, you, why? And she's like, well, don't sneak up on me because that's what you get. And then he's basically sort of saying, can we meet up tonight? And she's like, well, I've got this girls' night. I'm going to... I'm going to... um Trish's for a sleepover and then he's like can you not get out of it and she's like well not really I've got to go but we'll sort something out or whatever and then it cuts to the coach going home and she goes to open a door and there's a drill that comes through and you think oh my god it's a killer it's not it's a handy woman it's a handy woman it's a handy woman and she's like oh Oh, I was just installing your peephole. Oh, right, okay, brilliant. That's great. But she doesn't install the peephole. She drills a hole in the door and then leaves. Then leaves? She doesn't put the peephole in. 
that's just that's just the, really that's the most basic option. There's gonna be there's like a hole in the door for you to look through. <laughs> it's gonna be a little little draft in that door now because she's left yeah, it. Just a, a laser like mm-hmm. jet of air coming yeah. through. When, yeah. When the wind hits it, it'd be it'd be blowing over. It'd be whistling like a, whistling down the door. In the yeah. Oh my god. Worst Put handy like woman a ever. Reflecting thing somewhere and then like make it move around the house. <laughs> yeah. So she that her, the handy woman was actually a set designer on the film and they got her yeah. in as an extra. Yeah. Why not? It cuts to Trish on the phone and she's heard someone at the door, but then there was nobody there, so she kind of ignores it and then has a little play on the piano. And I then she was not a bad piano player. Yeah, she was really good, wasn't she? Then you get this sort of slow pan through the house, so it's sort of like she's alone and it's scary kind of thing. And you hear footsteps. When I've got the house to myself, I'm not scared. No, I'm like, ah, it's nice. Chilling. You hear these footsteps and then you're like, "Uh uh-oh, this doesn't sound good. But it's only her neighbour who's come to check on her. Why have you let yourself in her house? Like, Mm. why have you done that? they do that all the time. Some neighbours do. I don't. Some neighbours do. I... Do not understand that. Yeah. Like, you come in if you're invited and that's it. Like, don't just let yourself in my house. It's weird. Yeah, I, I wouldn't let myself into anyone's house unless I had been explicitly said. Explicitly said. And even I then. The door, let yeah. myself in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In which case, I'm, you know how you open the door? You're like, hello. Hello. Yeah, exactly. You don't creep around someone's house. Yeah. Oh, my God. Honestly. So... He's he's there and he's like, I'll stay until your friends get here because she's a bit spooked. But I thought the only reason she's spooked is because you're creeping well, round her house. The guy was creeping around, yeah. She probably she probably wants you to leave. Yeah. I need that time to clean mm-hmm. and put all the rubbish away and, and at least have a, a clean cup available for one person. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so she's there. Then I think it's... Is it Valerie? who's on her own. She's home alone and she breaks a glass and then hears a noise and it's a cat. It's a cat jump scare. Cat jumps out from a wardrobe. It's a standard horror trope, cat scare. Someone's flung a cat at you. inducing cat. Then uh, the boys are outside and then they're like, oh, I know what'll be a good idea. Let's scare those girls later. That'll be funny. And then... uh, I think one of them's like, what's the worst could happen? And then the other one's like, they could beat the shit out of us. That is what will happen. <laughs> it's like, yes, that is what it will happen. It could be worse than that, though. It could be worse than that. That's, yeah, well, it is, yeah. So the girls arrive and then one of them's like, look what I've got, booze. And then she's like, look what I've got, weed. And then the neighbour's like, uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> girls, really. I won't tell anyone. And then uh, she's like, oh, okay. And then, uh, yeah, and then the neighbour just leaves. So he's like, I'm next door if you need me. That's that. I'm going. Was he wearing a Hawaiian shirt? Yes. Because I don't think... Presented by Climate Power Education Fund. Does big oil care about our streets flooding or our homes burning? Not according to an ExxonMobil top lobbyist. Did we aggressively fight against... Um, uh, some of the science uh, yes you know we were looking out for our shareholders they care about profits not people learn more at polluters.exposed new hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin a bright and balanced full bodied blend brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset and even after that because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter, iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Like someone wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Can be trusted. Well, I don't think they would (gasps) tell anyone on any... Like, if someone wants to have a good time, someone in a Hawaiian shirt will not stop it. Yeah, it kind of struck me as one of those people who like wanted to be cool for the kids. Like he wanted to be a cool guy, so he wouldn't, yeah. he wouldn't, he wouldn't knock on anybody. Would you wear a Hawaiian shirt ever? No, because I feel like I'm not a Hawaiian. I'm not a Hawaiian shirt I'm, kind of girl. 
I would, but I don't have any. I know you would. I can I, see. I can totally see I you in a Hawaiian shirt. I would. <laughs> I'd wear it with yellow Adidas tracksuit bottoms and a and a and a Hawaiian red. shirt. <laughs> so it cuts back to Valerie. She's at home, like babysitting a sister, and she's mixing up some Kool Aid. Have you ever had Kool Aid? No, it's not nice. It's not nice. No, I didn't like Gatorade. I think I spilt it on someone's carpet. The amount of sugar that she pours into that. Mm. Like, we got some sachets of it from, from like, an American sweet place or whatever. And it, it's so... The amount of sugar that you've got to put in it is so much sugar. Like, we didn't put any near that much. Kool-Aid has come in a sachet. Yeah, it's like a sachet that you mix up with water. Yeah. Know that mm. so it I makes it like, like a, a lemon sip, but soft drink, yeah, rather than medical. Yeah, oh. the lemon one tastes like lemon sip, actually. That. Yeah, the lemon one tastes like lemon sip, it's horrible. Yeah, I didn't like it. I was like, no, this isn't for me. It's, it's wow. weird. I don't know how I feel about making a drink from a powder for pleasure rather than for medical reasons. Yeah, it's, I wouldn't. Like <laughs> a cup of soup. I like cup of soup. Cup of soup's nice. But you don't have to I dump like a, a, a kilogram of sugar into it. Ugh. No. Do you, do you know you know when you go to the shops and there's cup of soup and next to the cup of soup there's soup cup? And soup you know that, cup. that's the supermarket's own brand. Yeah. Yeah. Soup cup. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so uh so the girls are the girls are in their party and the party's in full swing. They're having a joint and they're eating some crisps because you know you get hungry when you smoke weed. You do you eat some crisps, oh, and they're like, know. "We better eat these before Diane gets here." And I was like, "I don't know why. I don't know why Diane's gonna be like furious, but yeah." Crisps are an integral part of sleepovers, though, aren't they? Yeah. So that, but they're eating them all before she even gets there. Raging. Uh, do they do that thing where they mix the crisps in the bowl? Because some people mix different types of crisps in a bowl. Ooh, no. No, I Again, don't do it either. Just eat them out. Some people mix different types of cereal hey, in just a get a too. Just get a big packet out and just open a packet and then you don't have to uh, have... You don't have to have uh, a bowl and you don't have to wash it yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. So they hear some glass breaking and it sounds like somebody's broken a window or something, but it turns out that she left the coffee pot on the stove. Oh, yeah. But then uh, Diane's just at the window, and she's like, oh. Then we go back to Valerie and her sister, and they can hear, like, dogs making a commotion and bins getting knocked over. And they're like, oh, the dogs have knocked the bin over again, so she has to go and have a look to see what's going on. I noticed their garden was really, really nice. It was lovely. (gasps) They had a pool, didn't they? Yeah, it was really nice, yeah. Gardens in... Like, I assume it's set in California. It looked like California, I assume that's mm. where it was. Yeah. They're just, they're so summery. with their swimming pools. Mm. Oh, yeah. There wasn't a slate chipping in sight. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not one. Not one slate. Yeah, she goes outside and gets kind of a bit freaked out. In the meantime of this, her sister's rooting round a room and finds a Playgirl magazine. A Playgirl magazine with uh, Sylvester Stallone on the cover, I think yeah. it was. And do you I was think like, it was a real magazine, as in it was a real issue? Um, or do you think it was the, probably just a real issue? Yeah, it? but I was like, Sylvester Stallone? Mm, wow. I didn't, yeah, I don't get it. When was the film made? 1982. Okay, so was that like Rocky 2 or something? Yeah, or maybe. Yeah, so yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know, I don't get it, but whatever. So she she puts her, her bins back and gets freaked out by the swings and gets back inside. Then it cuts back to the party and the boys are peeping on them, getting dressed into the pyjamas. Again, they just get changed in front of each other. Yeah, it's weird. Us, Is it us, weird? It's us weird. British people never do such things. No. <laughs> 
and they're just gossiping basically and then it, it's it basically all the way through it kind of cuts from the party to Val and her sister yeah so yeah so Val Val's downstairs and she's like what are you doing what are you up to and then she's like I'm doing my biology homework but she isn't she's reading about Sylvester Stallone in Playgirl magazine that's what <laughs> she's doing then it cuts back to the party and they want some uh, pizza. So they order some pizza. Yeah. And then she goes to get some wood for the fire and finds a snail. And then the neighbour, creepy neighbour, creeps up again. And he's like, oh, I'm on a snail hunt. And he's like going and killing all the snails because he said that they keep eating his vegetables. I, I... I don't, I, I don't know about snail hunting. Is that a thing? Apparently, for him it is. Is that a thing? We we had loads of snails in our garden, like before we did it out, but it's because it was so damp. Yeah. But now we don't get any, or we get we one used to get them in the or house. two. We used to get them around the base of the piano. Oh God! Ugh. Yeah. Of all things, can you imagine Weird. if they slowly moved across the piano keys? It'd be like. Brrr. <laughs> Ding. Uh, yeah. They didn't do that, fortunately. Oh, that would be hilarious, but also quite that annoying. Would be terrifying. Yeah. So he he's on his little snail hunt. She goes back inside, but then he gets got by this killer because he's lurking around. And then uh, the the lads are like, "Did you hear something?" No. Yeah. So they um. They're, they're inside in this party. They're reading each other's horoscopes and then yeah. one of them goes to close the window and finds like a... I think it's a Barbie or something, like a gross Barbie left on the yeah. side. I don't I don't know. And she's oh, like... Weird. Yeah. She's like, oh, what's that? And then they decide that they need to go check that the garage door is shut because they don't think it is. Lock it up. It's fine. And then you get there's a there's a, a shot of a I think she's upstairs and she's looking out and it's like a massive window and it's just like uh, House of the Devil where it like zooms out and she's like in the middle of it and it's just this huge uh, window yeah. yeah it's probably where they got it from uh, yeah so back to back to Valerie and her sister she's still reading Playgirl she's just whatever I think. They're back to the party and that ge- the girl who uh, Judo flipped her boyfriend is on the phone to her boyfriend. So they decide to listen in because it's on the fo- on the house yeah. phone and you listen in. And... What does she call him? Boo-boo? Boo-boo. Yeah, she calls him Boo-boo and they all start absolutely wetting themselves. And she's like, oh, stop oh. listening to my phone conversation. And then they're like, sorry, Boo-boo. Sorry, Boo-boo. <laughs> going. So... Then uh, all the lights go out, so they're like, oh, for God's sake, what's going on? A fuse must have blown. Where's the fuse box? It's in the garage. Ugh. I think one of them starts going, do, 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 like the twilight zone, and they're like, for God's sake. Right. And then, uh, yeah, that's it. And then she's like, you carry on talking to Boo Boo. We'll, uh, we'll sort this out. We'll sort this light situation out. They're trying to find this... Uh, fuse box and they see somebody in the garage and absolutely freak out uh and they hit him because <laughs> i like i like how these girls are kind of quite proactive like they see somebody they don't just scream yeah. and run away they're like no i'm just gonna hit you turns out it's them two lads pissing about and if only they could <sighs> be attacked by the drill guy and hit him except it's like they Jiu-jitsu or hit everyone who's not the drill guy. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're like, oh, don't kill us. It's only us. We're pranking you. And she's like, for God's sake, pack it in. And then uh, it cuts back to Val and she's doing her homework and hears a noise outside. Uh, the bins are over again. But then her sister jumps out to scare her and she's like, Ugh, honestly. Then it cuts back to the party again and... Diane's boyfriend's come. Boo Boo's arrived. Boo Boo. Boo Boo's arrived. And uh, and he's like, Are you gonna get out of this party or what? And she's like, No, I can't really. Just park in garage and we'll decide what we're doing. So The thing is, if someone's at a party 
Surely... You're at a party. You can't cancel your plans. That's really flaky. She wants to be there. Or if she doesn't want to be there, she should have, a couple of days before, been like, look, I'm really sorry, I don't want to come. Exactly. Or words to that effect that are less mean. Exactly. Exactly. So you can't, once you're there, you can't be You can't just leave, really. Yeah, it's a bit rude, isn't it? I, yeah. Yeah. It's rude. I wouldn't do it. But well, whatever. I suppose it dep- it depends on who the party is for, mm. and sometimes you can be like, "Oh, I don't want to go to something," and then when you get there, you have a great time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And other times you're like, "I can't wait to but go." You wouldn't like... you're like, not actually. But you wouldn't be like, "I'm just going to leave halfway through because it's a bit rude." But anyway, well, so. Yeah. Nine o'clock is a good leaving time, I think. It gets yeah. to it get it cuts back to Val. She's doing her sister's hair and and she's sort of saying, You weren't invited to this party, were you? And she's like, No, not really, I wasn't whatever. And then her sister's like, Let's crash it. It'll be funny. And then she's like, Do my hair like yours, which I thought was really sweet, because like she's a little sister and she's like, Do my hair like yeah. yours. Can you imagine what it'd be like if you had different siblings to like say I only have a brother. Mm. My life would have been totally different if I'd had a sister. Isn't it weird to think yeah. like that? Yeah, it's really strange, isn't it? It's good to have both. Mm. If well, if possible. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, it's good just to exist anywhere, I suppose. I suppose you shouldn't be picky. Yeah, it's nice just to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's good just to be alive. Can't complain. It certainly <laughs> is. Imagine if you weren't alive. We can't, because you wouldn't be alive, you wouldn't know, would you? Yeah. It's nice just to be alive, no matter what. <laughs> Life That's affirming. <laughs> be alive. <laughs> uh, she's in the car with her boyfriend, and he wants he wants her to leave, but she's not going to. And she goes back inside, I think, and then she's like, I'm going to go for a beer run. I'll be a while. See you later. She was planning on like sneaking out for a beer run and then coming back. The uh, the guy who they smacked has a black eye now, so he's like, "Have you got a steak to put on it? Don't waste a steak. Get a bag of frozen peas. Get a bag of frozen. Peas. Get a bag of and and peas, she's like, peas would hold the coldness better. They'd like deform to the shape of your." It's like a, a bead thing, isn't exactly. it? Exactly, yeah. So she's like, I don't have a steak, but I do have do have hot dogs. <laughs> she puts hot dogs on his eye. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Diane goes back to tell her boyfriend, she's like, I'll sneak out because I'm going to get beer, blah, 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 whatever. She gets back in the car, but knocks the boyfriend in the car and his head comes off. So she's like, Bleh. Yeah, I forgot momentarily, had forgotten that that happened at yeah. this point. Yeah, and then yeah. the drill guy comes and drills her. But I feel like he, he sort of does it in a way. I was like, I'm sure she could have got out of that because like, it seemed like he was just coming at her for, for ages. And I was like, she could have moved. Maybe he was moved. using the wrong drill, but... Maybe. Was yeah. it a Phillips? Did you need yeah, it to sink into your thing? Yeah, drill bits suitable for different materials. Yeah. They might have been using the wrong type of drill bit. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So, like a, a drill bit for like cherry blossoms or something, what he was using. Drill bit for murdering. So, Val hears screaming and she's like, oh, that's a bit weird. Then they run about. If they, oh, yeah, they're asking. They ring the coach about a baseball match that happened because they want to know what happened or something that was weird but while they're while they're chatting the pizza man comes yeah so they let him in but he's dead and he just flops in on the floor they all they all absolutely freak out and then hang up on her and then she's like what is happening what's going on so she's really worried um they try to call the police but the guy cuts the phone wire outside so then they start to like lock lock the doors and make sure they're safe. And then they're like, maybe we could get to Val's house because she'll have a phone. But we'll have yeah. to go through the garage. So I think 
two of them, yeah, two of them separate to go like separate ways to go get this phone. One of them finds Diane dead and he gets drilled. And then the other guy, the other guy gets to Val's house and he knocks on, but she doesn't answer. But I don't think she's there at the the time because I think they're going to their house, aren't they? Because she'd heard that screaming. Do you know, so, I lose, I do lose track occasionally in films. Yeah, I think, I think they'd gone, because I think they'd gone over because she'd heard the screaming, so they'd gone, so she wasn't in. Yeah. So he, uh, he ends up fighting with the killer but gets stabbed and it's to, like, the horror film on the TV, which they're watching, which was very yeah. reminiscent of Scream. So I'm guessing we probably got it from this. <laughs> And then uh, it's it's him putting the bodies of the people he's killed in the boot of that car, and he's counting them all. Oh, that just seems mean. He was counting them, and he's like one, two, three, four. Yep, yeah, got four there. What kind of man is? What what person does that? What kind of a person? A crazy does murderer. He's <laughs> counting like he was checking off. He's got enough, like yeah. shopping bags for mm-hmm. when he goes to the shops. Yep. Yep. Even then you wouldn't count like that. So the rest of the girls are in the uh, the party. They're sat with knives out because they're terrified. Yeah. And then they're like, what do we do with this pizza guy? What are we going to do? And then I think they decide to uh, cover him up. And then they're like, oh, I'm really scared. I'm really nervous. And then uh, one of them's like, do you know what? I'm hungry. So she gets the pizza and puts it on top of the dead pizza guy and starts That's eating the pizza. And she's like, do you know that what? I feel a bit better now because I eat when I'm stressed. <laughs> I love it. And she's just like, I always feel better yeah. when I've eaten. So, you know, I can think more clearly now. Absolutely. There's no more enjoyable meal. So meal funny. From the dead body of the person who delivered the meal to you. On the floor. Because I, I feel yeah. like as well, she's like, is it cold? Is the pizza cold? It was one point as well. Like, is it so. is it fine? Um, well, it's certainly not an appetising way to eat a pizza, is it? On top of a I dead guy. I would certainly wouldn't. I might have done. I might have done in, in the. I might have done in the stress. I'd be like, I'm going to have a bit of pizza because I'm a bit stressed. Um, I would have at least got a plate from the kitchen. Yeah, maybe wouldn't have eaten it off him. Yeah, so they they hear a noise outside, but they don't open the door. But I think it's one of the two boys who's like, "Help!" But then they see the blood come under the door, so they're like, "No, I'm not answering that." Oh, Coach, when someone needs help in a film and people think they're calls, yeah, the, the, the murderer, yeah, and the person, help. That's it. So. The coach is on her way there because obviously she's heard all this commotion on the phone and she's worried. Um, Every time you say the coach, I just assume coach. it's like a bus. No. Uh, the coach not. is on the her coach. way there. The coach. Bus? Val, Val's calling for Courtney, but she's run off to, to this party. So she's look. That's it. She's looking for her because she's run off. And she, go, she, she goes to get her. So... I think one of the other girls gets killed because she opens the door to let them in because I think they're they're knocking on the door, but then the killer's there and he kind of he like slices her with the drill, which is really weird. I don't oh, know how that works. Horrible. Uh, the sister, I think they're still like running around and then she's like, "It's boring here. No one's answering. I don't know what's going on." But I feel like Val's like something weird's going on here because like the. It's really dark and stuff, and she's like, this doesn't sit right, really. The girls decide to barricade themselves in the bedroom, so they like put yeah. like the dresser against the door and stuff, and they're sat chatting with knives. They're just sat with knives. But then you realise that the window's open. The window is wide open, and the killer is just walking into the house while they're chatting, like, behind You're him. You're going to barricade the doors? Yep. I mean... It goes well. Well, there's the thing. Problem is though, in a warm climate, you might forget that the windows are open. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You could never not know that your windows um, are open because they're either blasting ice, or you can hear like the seagulls and the bin men. 
in the summer. Yep. Yeah, so they're sat chatting, but then turn around and they're like, oh my God, this guy's here. Uh, they smack him with a bat, but he stabs one of them. He manages to stab one of them. The, I think it's Trish that's left. She manages to escape, but a friend gets killed. Val's outside looking for a sister because she's run off again. She finds her. And then basically Trish hides in the house and he's looking for her. And she hides in like a suit covering one of the wardrobes so he can't find her. Which I thought was a really clever idea, actually. Yeah. Val and Courtney end up going into Trish's house at this point. They've actually entered the house and they're like, well, this is weird, what's going on, kind of thing. And uh, for some reason, Courtney's like, can I have a beer? Why? Why do you want a beer? And she's like, well, I just just want one. I just want one. And there's this, like, shot of her opening the fridge, but she kind of opens it the other way so she can't see what's inside. And it's uh, Diane in the fridge, like, dead in the fridge. She grabs a beer. Grabs a beer and then just shuts the door. The killer, the killer's in the house and he can't find anyone at this point. So what he does is he removes the dead pizza man and then lays on the floor and pretends to be the dead pizza man so the coach arrives she comes to check on him and then sees this blanket on the floor and she's like what the hell is this and it's the killer obviously yeah. um, so she assumes that that is a, like one of the girls has, has been attacked or something so yeah. she approaches the blanket but it's him but it's him and he leaps up and he gets her Val gets a circular saw at this point, and I was like, yes, power tools. That's what you need. Turn a well-stocked basement. Yeah, that's it. So he ends up like chasing after Val and Courtney because they're in here now. So Courtney ends up tripping him over, and the coach hits him. But he manages to get up and kill the coach. And then uh, and then the, the, the rest of them are sort of cowering at this point and it's really weird like this is the only time he speaks in the thing and he's like yeah. you're all very pretty all right then but the only time you speak you manage to just make yourself even and more creepy like, he could have yeah. said something with a little more gravity and, it, and then he's like i love just you more creepy. i love you and he's like you want you want this so i don't know what that i don't know if it like goes into like backstory in any of these sequels but I feel like there's something going on there. Val... He could have come up with, like, a pun around, like, drill, couldn't he? Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I can't, but he could have. Val, uh, Val comes with a machete. I don't know where she got a machete from, but she's got one. And she comes running. He's got this drill. They're outside at this point next to the pool. And she basically just hacks at this drill. And it... Because, like, the drill bit's massive. It's, like, probably a metre long or something, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Yeah. And she cuts it. She just cuts it. So that's his manhood gone (sighs) into the pool. But then she doesn't stop there. She keeps going. She keeps hacking. She hacks his hands off. And then she hacks his stomach. And you get this sort of, like, guts coming out of it. And then he falls in the pool. But then... You think, well, that's that then. Oh no, it's not dead because it's a horror film. They're never dead, are they? He leaps out of the pool. I know. Leaps out of the pool, goes for Val again, but she it kind of leaps towards her, but she manages to put the machete in front of her, so he basically jumps onto this machete, which is horrible. And he then dies eventually. And then it's just basically the surviving people just crying and really sad at what has happened because it's horrible. And then it just well, finishes. Yeah. It, it was horrible. Yeah. Then that's it. Fiend. Done. It just there, ends. There was, it didn't give you any unnecessary like exposition, did it? It was, it, it was pretty no. straightforward. Oh, you know, oh, it was a good job you were here, coach, or whatever. No, nothing. It just ends. That's it. Yeah. End. <laughs> with no pun. Ended with no pun. pun, and it is a like it is a comedic film as well. Like there is comedic it elements in it. Bits, isn't it. Yeah, um, 
But yeah, but like the his dialogue wasn't funny at all. It was just really creepy. Yeah. Weird. I liked it. It was good. It's like a good. I didn't dislike it. It's not my kind of film. It's not like I don't. It's I not my favorite. Like, You've got to watch this to other people. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's it's not a bad. It's different, isn't it? It's different. Yeah. Person, it's not my favorite, but it's pretty good. I'd say it's, probably three. It's nice to have a film where the the villain is not um, the most memorable character. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I, I like it. It's probably middle of the road for me, so I'll give it a three for, like, overall rating. Go probably a three just for, like, some of the kills and, like, hacking his hands off like and stuff. I like the eye stuff. I don't know, yeah. Yeah. I never like any gores. So. No. Unless um, it's an injury, like, that I have, in which case... <laughs> I, like, show everyone and be like, look at this cut. Look at I this, got, it's or, gross. You know what I like, I... Like, I have a massive bruise, and I'm like, look at this bruise, everyone. Yep. I don't have that very often. Okay. Maybe occasionally. I'd say probably humour a three, because it is meant to be funny, and there's it some little, funny bits. I mean, the pizza box was a little The pizza bit thing made me laugh, and the fridge thing, yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah, I think it's a, it's a, solid, it's a solid slasher. It's one of them you can switch off. It's popcorn. Yeah. A popcorn film, people would probably call it. Pop- it. It's a good. It's a good film yeah. where you can, if you want to watch like a scary film mm. with some friends, like a sleepover film for yeah, like, fifteen, sixteen year olds, where they want to watch a scary film, but they don't want it to be psychologically disturbing. They just want to jump. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You Ideal. Watch it by yourself on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> um, with a cup of tea. Which is what I did. <laughs> I did legitimately did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, next week is a new one to me as well. I've never seen Anaconda? this. No, close. Sharknado. What? Sharknado. 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 I've never seen these. I'm really excited. I've seen it already. Have you? And I, um, I can't really remember how I reacted to it. I've never seen it. It looks terrible. I certainly not um, <laughs> put off, let's say. It looks pretty bad, but I'm excited. Oh, it, oh, it is. I, it's so good. I'm a fan of the Asylum films. Like, I love them. Did you see Ghost Shark? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Well, that was the first time I'd seen a shark swim into a magic cave. A magic cave, yep. Yeah. Have into you a ever magic seen? Cave. Have you ever seen Titanic Two? No, yeah. sadly. Yeah, Titanic Two, Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus. I think I've seen that. I've Mega I've piranha. Seen a giant piranha. Mega piranha. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're really good. So I'm very excited. I've got high hopes for this one. <laughs> well, that was the one that sort of that's brought the whole kind of genre into the mm. the limelight. This this five sequels. Is there five sequels? Yeah. Does each sequel feature a different sort of environmental disaster? I don't know. They're all called Sharknado, so I'm guessing no. It's just another uh, well, no, Sharknado. Just tornado, tornado season. Been <laughs> I don't back, know. Isn't it? I Imagine don't know. If they filmed it in Britain, it'd be like, like herring, like storm or something. Herring it storm. Not the same drama because we no. just don't have the weather for it. No, that's true. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. <laughs> so am I. Yeah, watch watch Sharknado for next week. Excellent. And in the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We also have a Facebook group if anyone wants to join it and it's a wonderful and strange horror film podcast. So you can discuss stuff if you so wish. (laughs) Yeah, we are on Twitter at WNS Horror Pod and we are also on the emails at wonderfulandstrange at hotmail.com. Yeah, 
enjoy Sharknado for next week. Yeah. Well, it's hard not to. I know, right? And hard not to enjoy. Yeah. Stay Unless safe. Unless you're a fan of reality. Yeah. It's overrated, isn't it? Mm. You're going to pick holes. If you're going to pick holes. <laughs> I feel like one? there's going to be fucking chasms in this film. Let's be honest. <laughs> It, it, the Chasms. whole thing takes place in a giant hole. You can't pick a hole when you're already just in a hole. Exactly. You know, you oh, yeah. stepped in the hole when you watched yep. the film. You can't pick any more. <laughs> oh, my God. In there. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Woo. I'm excited. On that note. On that note. Stay safe, everybody. Presented by Climate Power Education Fund. Does big oil care about our streets flooding or our homes burning? Not according to an ExxonMobil top lobbyist. Did we aggressively fight against um, uh, some of the science? Uh, yes. You know, we were looking out for our shareholders. They care about profits, not people. Learn more at polluters.exposed. Rev up the fun with all new delicious treats from Edible, inspired by the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe game on the Nintendo Switch system. Power up with Rainbow Road platters and arrangements filled with fresh pineapple stars, colorful swizzle strawberries, and all new cookie sandwiches. Featuring creamy whipped frosting, sandwiched between two handcrafted cookies with rainbow sprinkles on top. For a variety of gifts that make everyone feel like a champ, shop edible.com today. Game rated E for everyone. Game and system sold separately.